0: What's up everybody? It is yours truly Mr. Marvel here and on this week's edition of the Marvel Roundtable we go back into Disney Plus streaming as we take a look at the origins of a new character or characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we explore the sands of Egypt and take a look at Mark Spector, Stephen Grant and the bizarre mysterious character known as Moon Knight right here on the Marvel Round. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Marvel Roundtable, right here on the Horny Goat YouTube channel, and of course, the Horny Goat Podcast Network, where you can listen to us on all your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and so many others. This is, of course, the Marvel Roundtable, where we deep dive into every single Marvel cinematic movie and TV show on Disney Plus that ties in, of course, to the giant Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I am not alone. I am joined here by the wonderful cohorts of the Horny Goat crew. I've got with me the tattooed mama herself, Heather, and everyone's favorite bear from upstairs, Canadian Basement. How you guys doing this evening?
1: <laughs> just finished.
0: <laughs> Seriously, I think, I think w- w- was it Spider-Man that you like just finished before you got on or was it the, was it the no, Hawkeye?
1: It was, it was a t- TV show of some form. It so have been,
0: been Hawkeye. It right where you like literally no, like yeah, I just finished it right. 20 minutes before
2: not even it was like 10 minutes before and he's like i literally just finished it <laughs> i finished I would, it
0: 30 minutes before i would love to know what basements like thesis papers in college would have looked like <laughs> <laughs> i just finished why is this dated today no reason here you go
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Procrastination. That's where it's at. At least I
0: get it done. Well, I was going to say, you can yeah. use the ex- excuse of, oh, I get to absorb it, and then actually, you know, I get to... In this case, it actually is helpful, I feel. It actually, in some, ways, in some ways, it does, I think. I, I
2: remember Having it- that fresh in your mind, it is. I mean, I finished watching it last night.
0: I so. watched it a while ago, and I'm still going off. Yeah. Of- See, this at like this at this point now, it's just notes. light refreshers for me, because I've seen... I mean, I've seen everything, obviously, but now this is obviously still fresh in my mind. Because, uh, fun fact, we are now at a uh, you know stage where we're starting on a show that or a Marvel property that was airing the time we started the Marvel Roundtable. It's a weird thing to say out loud, uh, but yeah, we started this at the beginning. We started the Marvel Roundtable at the beginning of the year, and this came out in March of this year. So we're actually now coming full swing and we are that much closer to ending this, the beginning ending this torture that i've put my friends I
2: through after this
0: yep, yep.
1: i missed the beginning
0: <laughs> what you missed the, be- <laughs> miss the, the beginning the, i missed the beginning better i i miss when i had the option to say no um but um, this one is uh, spoilers. This is one of my f- one of my little uh, personal nugget favorites, and we'll get into why. And I'm sure Heather and Basement will remind no. me why it's not that great. Um, but we'll we'll get into the specifics. But Moon Knight is um, is okay. a unique situation, not only because it's another Disney Plus show that we're going back to, but more importantly, uh, if I'm not mistaken, with with outside the confines of like mm-hmm. another bigger character that's already been established. This is the first time that Marvel is introducing a well uh, in a series anyway, a brand new character. We haven't had anything like that since Shang-Chi and the Eternals where we're introducing a new genre, a new character, a new setting, a new environment without the support of like another character that's already been well established. In fact, I was telling this to, to Heather a little bit before we got on here. One of the reasons I really like this, this show, spoilers, and I'll throw it to Basement Head as far as their thoughts, is that there's very little to no big Marvel connection in the show. So you don't see, like, there's there goes the Hulk, there's Black Panther, there's Thor just coming in to wave and say hi and then leave. There's no, like, they're not, like, leaning on any other major property. It's kind of as standalone-ish in the MCU as it can be right now, which... That's part of the reason why I kind of like it personally. But what did but you guys it's think?
2: More than just, it's more than just standalone-ish. It is standalone because, one, he's never been seen. And, two, we know very little about him. And, three, there were literally no major Marvel characters
0: None. in this show. None. There was a couple of small, and I do mean very small, Easter eggs that revert to, like, two things. But they're blinking you miss them moments. Other than yes. that, they're not prominently there
2: yeah and Honestly. with that being said I mean this show <laughs> had the potential to be fucking amazing
0: yeah yep yep
2: but then episode 2 happened and then it just went downhill from there and didn't pick up again until episode 5 <laughs> for me
0: F- 5 was my favorite for the record so I, I, I get where you're coming from ba- Basement what what about you what's your, your overall reaction to without going into too much detail yet of, of Moon Knight
1: such a weird thing because like <laughs> it really it is, is it, it's separated from the marvel universe but oddly the thing that hurts the most is that it's connected separated? to the marvel universe oh, yeah. no. <laughs> like it, the, it just feels like you could have gone so much further with this idea yeah yet they still have to have it grounded within like the confines of the marvel universe I know it doesn't. I know, I know there's no like Easter eggs or people popping out of here or there, but it has to be something that can eventually connect. The premise lends itself to being completely balls to the walls crazy. But uh, honestly, the worst part about Moon Knight, the the show, is mm-hmm. Moon Knight. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> what part I mean, of Moon Knight though?
0: I think Ethan big, Hawk, big, big, but that's is me.
2: Mid side or is it the action side? <laughs> The, the, no, the fucking superhero character
1: of Moon Knight is the worst part of Moon Knight, in all honesty.
0: I don't know, I, I think the antagonist was the worst part, to be honest, my, my, my opinion, and it sucks because, to be honest, um, <laughs> we're getting there, but, like, Ethan Hawk in a, I, I know he wasn't, but it, it looked so fucking phoned in, but... He he looked like a lesbian activist. It it was intriguing to me. I don't know what it was, but he's just like, "We're gonna go and do this." I'm like, "That's like the range." That that what I just said there was the range of his emotion for like the entire show, which.
1: It's kind of like a non-entity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually,
0: Basement just said it right. Yeah, he 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 almost not almost non-existent.
1: Uh, but I love the show hinges on him, and it's so weird when you put him up against, like, Oscar Isaac, who is really the best thing about this fucking show. Yep. I... And <laughs> it, it, it's like, okay, now you have this performance that's all over the fucking place in Oscar Isaac, and then you have this performance that's like he could be replaced by a block of wood with long, flowing
0: hair. And, and uh, it just—it it is such a weird— And sandals. It... The sandals were, like, really <laughs> Glass focused sandals. on Glass a sandals. lot. <laughs> get, get it right. Glass sandals. <laughs> um, I'm right, I'm right there with you. Like I, I, you know, I, I remember telling Heather and basement when we were starting the Marvel round table and we watched the first two episodes together and we'll get there. But obviously CGI was not the best in the first episode <laughs> at the very least. We'll, we'll first. get there. We'll get there. But I kept saying how, like, I felt like the show really picked up and, and I did get a chance to go back and look at it again. Uh, with with more clearer eyes and not in like in like the the um what do you call it the honeymoon phase and the uh, a divorce phase <laughs> <laughs> separation go to hell honey already there dear um <laughs> it it's it's, it's the right the writing in, the writing in terms of like the arc story is is really what hurts it in for in terms of like we gotta stop the antagonist is is the biggest like for me anyway was the biggest like letdown. mm-hmm but um Oscar? There's a, gem. I- What's that?
1: There's a gem hidden within there.
0: Oscar Isaac's performance oh, right is fucking insane. And so much so that and I, I felt like it was just I brought this up because I actually you know, the, they have all the Marvel um what do you call it, like the behind the scenes stuff where you can look at like the shows and stuff, like the making mm-hmm. of. Um and uh that one I watched. And it was what I found out was very interesting was when Oscar Isaac did the you know, the between Steven and Mark, he they would cut it originally where they would have him like, you know, stop, switch to the other personality and then, you know, do that voice or whatever. And then it got to the point where he could just Yeah. Do it instantly in one felt kinda, swoop. I
1: kinda you kinda see that as the show goes on. Too. Yep.
0: And it's and it's fascinating. Super- and it's it's just I I can't I cannot suck his dick enough oscar isaac fucking crushed it in this in this show it's, a, it's like
1: as a performance it's great as a show mm-hmm. they fail yeah they failed the performer well, in my mind and like i mean the weird thing is too ethan hawk i find is a good actor
0: yes they yes just
1: gave him nothing
0: yes that that's at all <laughs> there, there's 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 pieces of it that i wish could have helped flushed out other pieces that weren't as good. Um, but for me, and and also I'm biased because I'm a big nerd when it comes to e- Egyptian mythology. So I'm like fucking sign me up. So part of me was already like loving it even before the first episode dropped. So full bias on that one as far as my I, my credibility or lack thereof. Who, who, who I don't have any credibility. I didn't go into
1: about? that enough either. Like the, the the story, like the the meat and potatoes of this thing is fucking.
0: Crap. It's an origin story. It's one giant origin <laughs> story is the problem, and so yeah. everything else takes a back seat. Literally, everything else takes it's, it's, a backseat.
1: Even the origin story that they're telling, is, in my opinion, isn't done anywhere as close as good as it could have been.
0: No, w- well, they tried to. They tried to. I think what there's they were a
1: lot tr- of like shock and awe in this show that w- well, right, actually hurts the story. That's more what, than it helps it.
0: That's where I was going to lead to, was the fact that I think what they were trying to do was they were trying to hook you in as long as possible for the swerve of how everything came to be, which, I don't know about you guys, but by the second episode, I quickly figured out what the swerve was probably going to be. Yes. Um, there's one particular line that made me go like, well, if that's the case, then... and But, but, but either way... um." I think what they were trying to do was they were trying to pull the audience along with the idea of, like, what the fuck is really happening? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Up until where episode six is, fucking have at it. And and I, I applaud them for trying, but there's just – I'm sure Heather – I know Heather was saying this because she's, like, the show fucking dragged, and she's right, it, especially after, like – I'd say, like, the eh, – episode two de- – definitely episode two – Um Three and four, three helped a little bit. Four uh, four definitely helped more. Five was just, yes. And then six but, was, <laughs> like, I mean, I like, blue. The, tra- the
1: track record for for Marvel is the same. Yes, the content's <laughs> different enough, but, like, the track record is, you if you don't have four hours of content, don't make a four-hour fucking thing.
2: Exactly. I
0: think this like- is... I, now, <laughs> I haven't seen Werewolf um, by Night yet. Uh, but that, that's like – that's oh a good no, hour long the or something. I
2: trailer for it, and frankly, I, no, no.
0: I'm still going to watch it. Like,
1: I think it's only like a one-off 40 minutes or something. Yes, like yeah. Like that, right? but,
0: but my point is is that like I would much – depending on the on the character, and I've actually heard this too, that because of Werewolf by Night's success that they actually might instead of doing these mega shows – they'll do we're not mega shows. They're going
1: towards those specials. Yes,
0: they'll a go lot towards more, like the one off yeah. specials as far as like the werewolf by night, which I would much rather prefer depending on the character and the story. Because up, JP? Hi, JP. Um, Hi, JP. That you know, like there are certain characters and certain stories that you can tell where you can still hit your 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 origin story, your establishing X, Y, and Z and you're setting up the future without having to to deal with like uh, episode two and three made me want to sleep. And and, and this and you, isn't the only show that's guilty of that either. The, all the I think no, almost all the Marvel it, like shows. I said, are guilty. This
1: is Marvel's track record is they cannot write a show. Yeah. They can write an episode, but they can't write a show. And it's like time and time again where it's like, okay, I've got to sit through fucking eighteen decades of garbage and then get Daredevil. like something that's good and that's that. So like I mean I God. <laughs> uh, it, like at one point, at what point in time do people like stop forgiving them?
0: Um, when the money stops, or they well, stop announcing shit. The money shit.
1: down in all honesty. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think shout the out money's t- slowed down. But shout to, I think WWE, they've established.
0: Basically. Shout out to all the wonderful peeps in the chat. We got Alpha. We got Federico. We've got uh, the real Cody. Uh, I see our good friend Tim joining us in there. Don't die on me. Thank you all for tuning in, guys and gals. Let us know your thoughts also. We did throw the poll up in the chat. Thumbs up or thumbs down for Moon Knight. Let us know. And of course, if you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button because we got so much fun stuff coming out the zoo. And we're getting close. We're we're almost done with being caught up with the Marvel It's getting kind of scary. It's getting kind of crazy Um, But with that being said, let's talk about a couple of quick small um, pre-production notes when it comes to uh, Senior Moon Knight now um, Thank the character apparently was supposed to be introduced in the planned second season of the Blade series before its cancellation back in 20, uh, 2006. A potential spin off series for the character had also been development in October. Uh, Marvel partnered with No Equal Entertainment to produce a separate television series featuring Moon Knight. However, as you probably heard from this story multiple times when it comes to Marvel reacquiring their properties, it was a situation where, like, oh, it's been rumbling. Oh, it's been this. It's going to do that. It's going to be tied into this. And then just, and then Marvel, like, scooped out all their toys back up. So, in August of 2019, Marvel Studios announced at the D23 conference that a series based on Moon Knight was being pre- uh, developed for the streaming services on Disney+. That November, Jeremy Slater was hired to serve as the head writer and executive producer of the series, which consisted of six 40- to 50-minute episodes. Egyptian director Mohamed Daib was set to direct four of the episodes as well executive produced the series. Marvel approached him out of the blue to ...present a pitch to Moon Knight, which includes Egyptian mythology and characters that the superhero is associated with in the comics. Now, um, it looks like in February of last year, Feige had also said some Marvel uh, series, including Moon Knight and She-Hulk, were being developed with the potential to have a s- additional season made... ...in contrast to series like WandaVision, which were developed as limited events that led into feature films instead. Um, so, just as of total disparity here, uh, um, at the time of this recording... There is no officially confirmed season two for Moon Knight, but as we'll get to to the end of this, I, they Please left the fucking door way. wide fucking open. Um, but, uh, but that being said, uh, there wasn't another note I was going to make about, the, oh yeah, I already mentioned about the whole Oscar Isaac um, being able to switch back and forth. But other than that, this is kind of, you know, like I said before, this is Marvel's stab at producing or introducing a new genre and character that we haven't seen since Shang-Chi and the Eternals. Everything else has been um you know and,
1: st- and to that point, Shang-Chi and the Eternals versus this, this has the most interesting lead. Yeah. Like Shang-Chi the the lead is fucking he could be replaced with a piece of paper. Eternals, all of them could be replaced with the stack of paper. Hey, <laughs> some no no. Eternals is a little Icarus. bit of like Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there's so many that it's like all they are, are one note. Unfortunately, this one it's not a one-note character.
0: And no, therefore,
1: I mean, had the highest potential in my mind. And it did.
0: So, personally speaking, before we get into episode one, the re the the main reason I like this this so much is because, not because it's good. <laughs> Great way to sell the series. Um, it's because it's different, and I know that Marvel has and is still is experimenting with what's what you know something that's totally different which at the at the end of the day good bad or indifferent i have to give them credit for at least trying to go different directions with their characters hell we'll talk about it when we get to she hulk but even she hulk makes fun of that trope of what marvel does as far as the way they do things and so to have that's a good thing what's that i
1: don't know if that's a good thing making fun of yourself and continuing we'll get there
0: we'll get there we'll get there but um, but the the reason that the Moon Knight for me was so intriguing was that, you know, you, you look at all if you look at all the, the I think one of the reasons why the Avengers worked in terms of, um, uh, you know, and then and, and the MCU itself is because of the vastness of the characters and the establishment of them. Not all of them got the same establishment. Not all of them have the same backstory, but let's face it, they all kind of like find their way to becoming who they're supposed to be right like i I know that that's you know i'm generally paraphrasing but this is so very not the case in in this case um and as like i've mentioned before with other marvel properties this opens up the door a lot especially on the supernatural side of things i mean yeah we've seen and we'll talk about it next time with dr strange Um, but we have, (laughs) and, and Scarlet Witch to an extent with WandaVision, but we haven't really explored the supernatural side of Marvel as, as thoroughly as other sides. So that's the other part is that this could open up the whole, you know, this could be a pivot for, you know, Ghost Rider coming on into the MCU. This could be a pivot for the Midnight Suns coming into the MCU. So, you know, (laughs) could be that. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, as soon as you said uh, Doctor Strange and everything that
1: followed that my dog just started growling <laughs> really loud
2: <laughs> and he just kept he, knew. he fucking knew <laughs> he, knows. He, he knew he I knows was bullshitting torture we were going to be going through
1: yeah. I, do, I do have a question though for you guys before yeah. we jump into the episodes yeah. mm-hmm. do you think mm-hmm. that like, like you can watch every fucking movie and TV show known to mankind but you can always kind of tell I can tell at this point which is a marvel production even if it's like this is different the storyline is different you know it's marvel right yes. yeah do you think it would benefit you think it's more beneficial for them to have that like stamp of knowing it's marvel or to be indistinguishable from like because i think this is like this concept of the concept of this show really lends itself to like going completely fucking wild psychologically with things and if you stepped away from the like marvel like, like honestly, it's like fucking white bread and butter. If you stepped away from that, I think you might be able to like breach into making an actual really good movie or show. That was a horrible
0: transition. It, I'll let Heather go first.
2: Um, honestly, I don't know. Considering there are so many other brands out there that have their own stamp for their kind of series. I mean, you look you'd, at the, the world of Harry like, Potter and the Magical Beasts and all that. But, they have,
1: but Harry Potter not so much because Harry Potter gave a lot of like leeway to its directors. You can watch like Harry Potter One and Harry Potter Three and be like, the characters are the same, but the move, everything else is different.
2: Because they had to follow the book.
1: No, but like it, the like what I'm saying is the you don't feel them. You don't feel the marvel and the production value.
0: <laughs> well, it's also Warner Brothers, so no, um, not Disney just mass, produ- mass producing uh, shit. Uh, real quick, on just a side note, um, before I want to let Heather continue, um, it is torrentially downpouring here right now, and I see lightning. So if the stream goes black, yeah, you know what happened, folks. Continue.
2: But it, you also have Disney with the Star Wars stuff. You know it's Star Wars. And it's not just because of the cast of characters or its location. Do
1: you think that's like a detriment to Marvel at this point after having 25 movies or shit?
0: So, They're,
2: we're almost at 30 at this point.
0: So, um, I think it's different for Marvel versus uh, versus Star Wars. Star Wars has your core. Movies right the star uh, the Skywalker saga and if they continue on after that you have the main uh, Movies that you can reference to and so you have more wiggle room in terms of like you can sneak into the crevices in between the stories and tell things that don't that do and don't impact the main continuity of the movies and still get away with like you know, if you want to do things darker or edgy or more adult or whatever the fuck you want to call it. You you have a little bit more freedom in the Star Wars universe, in my opinion. Marvel is sort of pigeonholed because, especially the audience, in my opinion, is conditioned to understand that this is all going in one direction, that it's all going over here, and it's all going to lead to Secret Wars or, or the next big thing. Could they? If they, follow,
2: if they follow Stephen King's idea of everything follows the beam But then then you
1: get like a a thing like moon knight which is in no way attached to marvel except for the fucking label of marvel yeah but that still hits those like production beats that marvel does i can tell it's a marvel production um and the reason i said this is because like you look at the dc universe and you've got things like joker that come out that have no relation right and it's completely removed and (laughs) did very well Yep, and I think there is some benefit after thirty fucking things to <laughs> kind of like step outside of that safety I field.
0: Don't disagree. There's the bless. It's the blessing and the curse, you know. And p- and plus, y- you do have to acknowledge that you know Disney being the parent company, Disney is going to push mm-hmm. f- more safer oh, Disney
1: did it forever right like you knew lion king and everything else that was in that area of of disney productions right. were all the fucking same. Um, but yeah I, th- I think i'm with you it's a blessing and a curse but it's a blessing for money making a curse for long-term storytelling
0: if i'm sorry heather i didn't mean i don't know if you wanted to say something else as well i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> sorry i was gonna say was and this is a longer conversation we can have way down the line but i would th- I, if it was me Build everything to Secret Wars. The next phase is going to be the X-Men, and that's where you start getting into the more edgier stuff or, like, the outside the box because you can then split off certain stories to be just Disney Plus versus the big screen movie, and and the X-Men universe is so fucking vast with so many goddamn characters that you could could do, like, almost like what they did with the Netflix series. You can do the Defenders over Mm -hmm. here... Still keep them separate, yet still can still tied, but you can always pull them over to bigger properties if need be. But I mean,
1: I I worry about where they're gonna start the X Men series with like certain things that happened at the beginning. No, certain things that happened in a couple episodes I watched the She Hulk. It kind of like we aren't gonna start X Men in an era it needs to start in. X Men are just gonna be like we're gonna join the X Men mid
0: fucking no, everything I don't think that's gonna be the case uh, really I, I, a, lot I, of, a lot of the stuff doesn't work like,
1: there, doesn't
0: there's, translate. A, there's a there's a lot I mean okay <laughs> there's a lot of hype and expectation on on that right and and rightfully so I I don't think I, I would I would like to think that for all the mistakes that Marvel does and for the love of Christ, they do a lot of them that introducing the X-Men the proper way into the MCU uh, you have to think is going to be handled with like because it, yeah. it, it has it, it, to be handled with pins and needles because you know you they're going to get shit no matter what they do regardless but especially that that's something that a lot like that's, that, that's a lot of hype even before they do anything
1: they're gonna have to deviate from source material, which is gonna hurt them no matter what.
0: Well, they're, 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 for, to, to, there's a to shit an, ton. Uh,
1: t- Timeline-wise,
0: they're gonna have. To. Oh yeah, well, well, oh well, I think we talked <laughs> well, about. Well,
2: they've introduced the multiverse, there's shit tons of timelines that they yeah, could. Have, yeah, fucking yeah. loophole, yeah, have, baby. <laughs> they, they you know, I, kind also, of, like, I remember what was gonna, I remember what I was gonna say. It, uh, it also comes down to the fact that no matter what. There are going to be fans out there that are fucking diehard to the comics that are going to bitch about the movies and the shows that nobody's going to be happy about it and there's going to be things that the studio has to do to try and lure them in so that they can keep getting their money and it's just going to make it worse for those of us who want them to do the change and make it not so Marvel-y. I mean, I personally feel like they can stay
1: like they can use the comics as, as point of reference, but following them to a T is like suicide. A lot of the times, because the comics are d- there's so many fucking comics at this point in time that you can follow the dumbest fucking storyline, be like, well,
2: it's comic accurate doesn't mean it's a good fucking movie no of course not and <laughs> yeah, i agree with you but there's still going to be those fans out um, there that didn't want their money yeah so.
0: it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see i think it's it's pretty clear that the next saga after multiverse is going to be is going to be the x-men or mutants like they've already they've already <laughs> been planting the seeds <laughs> yeah. for it in more they than they already
2: have more- had the new mutants on disney plus
0: yep uh, on top of that which we'll get to and, and there's already been hints of Mutants and mutations in Phase Four, which we'll get to when we get to them. But, but I, I think that um, listen for for all the, the for all the shit that Marvel's gotten wrong, they've gotten a good 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 shit amount right. So I'm willing to trust them. I, I think that we'll we'll see how it we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Timestamp and quote me on this, so that way everyone can burn me and fucking block me as soon as uh, it all shit hits the fan. <laughs> that being said, yeah, why? <laughs> how dare you? I'm I'm no longer Mister Marvel. I am Mister Marvel. Um... <laughs> That being said, let's kick off episode one, which is the goldfish problem. Fucking love the name of that episode. British museum worker Stephen Grant occasionally suffers from blackouts just like I do. Uh, After going to sleep one night he finds himself waking up in the Austrian Alps witnessing a cult meeting led by religious zealot Arthur Harrow who demands a scarab Grant unknowingly had in his possession. He escapes from Harrow and is nearly killed but is saved by a mysterious voice in his head. After waking up in his home noticing several oddities and returning from his misscheduled date, Grant realizes that two days have passed since he went to sleep. He later finds a hidden phone, a key card in his apartment flat and while searching through the missed calls from a woman named Layla, he, she calls. Grant is confused upon her calling him Mark. The next day, Grant is confronted by Harrow at work, who reveals that he is the servant of the Egyptian goddess Amet. Later that night, Harrow summons a jackal-like monster and attacks Grant at the museum. Just as Grant is cornered by the monster, his reflection in the mirror tells Grant to let him take control. Grant agrees, transforming him into a cloaked warrior who kills the monster. Holy fuck, what a, what a pilot... <laughs> That's a lot to take in in one fucking episode.
2: I do want to say, how are you doing, Tex? Um, I do want to say when we first started watching this, the first words out of Basement's mouth when they opened up on the bedroom scene with him chained to the bed is, "Was, was he fucking kidnapped?"
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, th- this is uh, this is fucking. Ins- I mean, th- this was. <laughs> how do I say this? We've said this before. I think we've all said this before on one show or the other where it's like, God damn, they fucking hit the ground running.
2: They And do, then run right into a brick wall.
0: They do and they don't in this episode. It's fucking weird. But but I appreciate that they try to like, they're trying to like set up a normal situation, but it's almost abnormal, like almost fucking instantaneously. And so, and this is kind of what I was going back to the idea of like, they're trying to string you along until they reveal everything in episode five. I kind of appreciate them trying to keep it as like, what the fuck is going on? So parts of this work, but parts of it are just like, what the what? Like it's, it's, the first episode should be conditioning us to the norm, then breaking that norm afterwards. Not doing it in the exact same fucking episode. So it's a little, it's it's a little I, I off for me. I don't,
1: I don't mind the way that they handle this. If, if anything, my like, biggest complaint about this show, and I. I don't really want to wait until episode 5 to talk about it is <clears> the <throat> fact that there is something that gets revealed later on that I would love I would absolutely love if they dropped more before yes. it happens because like the, the, like you, you kind of want to get drip, fre- drip, drip drip fed that type of shit instead of just being lamb blasted with it later and like, they don't give you enough right now. They say, yeah, he loses consciousness and does some weird shit. He's not like one person or whatever. Um, but they want to hit an emotional beat later. That would have worked much better if it wasn't just like, I mean the first episode, I guess they could go without it, but like, it would be nice to see a little bit of it moving forward. Um, the, uh, the, the, the like i guess it feels weird getting like not walked into this show where it's it's more like here's the show and then all of a sudden fucking nothing makes sense
0: (laughs) right um i'm gonna throw this out there just and you guys tell me if i'm if part of me feels like a little i would have been able to swallow this episode a little bit more if and this might sound really stupid but if we had like a five minute beginning of Hey, that's me. I'm Stephen Grant, and this is da da da. And like him, like just a brief narration summing up who he is, what he is, and, and setting it and like just a quick little, like, this is me job, da da da. Oh, my, my boss is a bit, you know, not bitch, but like my boss, my boss is a little bit, like a quick. Have,
2: they very easily, you could have sat there and said, my boss is a bit of a bitch, but you know what? It's a job. But, <laughs> but, yeah, just...
1: it, it should have been the entire first episode, should have been him, Stephen Grant, working and establishing, establishing the lore that they were rely on later that they don't ever really fucking bring like there's a lot to do with like egyptian gods and stuff that they don't explore they just have it there yep so like doing that for the majority of this episode and having the end be like waking up somewhere he didn't expect to be i think would have worked would have worked better this is the episode with the uh the logs too right the logs you know the playstation
0: 2 logs from the truck oh logs. god yes yes <laughs> yes this is the chase scene where he's
2: going he's blacking in and out and we get the dead guy oh, and so I actually,
0: for, for okay for as it's much so shit bad. as you give this so bad. As, as much so okay bad. all right hold on hold on hold on for as much she as much as i give shit on the cgi and i do agree with you guys that it was shit the concept of him like <laughs> phasing in and out and not knowing what happens in between that was fucking cool. I, I I like that part where it's like, oh, f- like I, again, it's part of like the putting the the, the, the piece to, the mystery together. Um, that
2: was fine. The CGI though, where you can clearly see it's a guy literally <laughs> sitting on a floor, leaning against a green screen. If
0: you look close, you can with see a the
2: wide bitch. open door, back door to a bakery truck, which is a step if, van. If you, if
0: you look close, you can see the milk crate sitting on, But okay, keep going. It, it's pretty bad. The CGI
1: is bad. The the one thing I'll say, Connor, that. Uh, That, like, phasing in and out of, like, consciousness while fighting and stuff is a great, like, breadcrumb for when we finally get to see. But we don't hardly ever finally get to see. They do the same fucking thing in the last episode. Well... Well. And it's infuriating because it's like, I'm going to tease it until I tease it until I tease it. But but the idea is. Guess what? I'm teasing it still.
0: Right. But the idea is that he doesn't know what's happening in between, even though, like, we, the audience, can very easily put together what's going on. So. It's more of a device. The reason I like it is because it's not overly complicated. It's just he blacks out, he wakes up, and I I, <laughs> I love how that became a TikTok trend, by the way, of the whole, like, you know, they do the eye roll and then they change something. But um, but, uh, it, it's more just to put pieces together for us. It's like, well, okay, he blacked out and he can't remember, so we're assuming he, who he did this. I know we know where everything goes, obviously, because we watched everything. But I, the reason I like it is because it's a unique, different uh, narration tool to help the audience kind of, eat, like you said, breadcrumbs. But but right now, we don't really need a whole lot of breadcrumbs. We just know that, like, Stephen Grant's fucked. We don't know what's wrong with him, but we know that, like, he clearly can do some shit with a bakery truck. <laughs> bakery truck. Um <laughs>
1: It's the tea the, the 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 problem is not with its introduction or use throughout most of the show. It's the tease of something that never I delivers. Never,
2: yeah.
1: For a lot of people that watch these Marvels from this, many people want to complain about oh the big fight scene, whatever. You still need that because it's a fucking comic book story. At some yeah. point in time you need to get that. Um this show does a couple fight scenes, but they all look shitty and I don't care about any of them. <laughs> How about... so it never really delivers on what it's teasing. In that respect, I like the idea yeah. of it kind of being used to like show what is possible.
0: Well, there, there's one big gripe I have about the show overall, which we'll get to at the end. But uh, the two things I just wanted to kind of touch base on with this episode before we move on is, number one, um, Arthur Harrow, uh, played by Ethan Hawke. I love him and I don't. It's a weird fucking feeling. Like I feel like he is a extremely boring antagonist, but for some reason, I don't know if it's because it's Ethan Hawke or if it's the way he talks or the fact that I don't think we've gotten a villain like him in the sense of like really like <laughs> almost almost checked out. But I feel like we I I don't think we've gotten a, an antagonist like him at all, and I mean that. In a very good way. Like it's it's weird. Like normally I would bitch moan and complain about a performance like this, but for some reason it fits here. I, I don't it, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm fucking nuts and I'm overtired. It works I have a better
1: at the beginning of the show. Right and as the, the show dead. progresses, yeah. it gets worse and worse. Oh yeah. And then, like I said well, before we were we're on air, it's not I don't think it's Ethan Hawke's fault. It's just like he probably no. got three words and they're like, This is your character.
0: <laughs> Play it. It well, would
2: not surprise me.
0: There's another part, too, that he does later on, which I also appreciate. And what's up, Arush and Chu, also joining us in the chat. What's up, up? sup? And Trek also in there as well. You guys are crushing it in the chat. Thank you so much. Um, I just need the scarab. Just give me the scarab. Give me the scarab. Come on. He almost sounds like i
1: And, like, that back and forth with the scarab, though, the fight where he's, like, trying to give it to him, but he can't. It reminded yeah. me of Evil Dead 2.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And doing oh shit. <laughs> yes. I was about to say, did like? <laughs> did you guys genuinely laugh at anything from the first episode? I mean, I, I fucking enjoyed it. I
2: laughed it. at about half of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it was the bad CGI. Damn it.
0: I was trying to get there. <laughs>
1: Most of the time it's bad
0: CGI. Yeah, too close. Um, <laughs> how, how Oscar about,
1: Isaac was fucking incredible.
0: How, about, so the, like, how yes. about the very end scene with the idea of them doing the quick reveal of the suit at the very, very end?
1: I absolutely hated the way all the visuals in the show look. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. He's wrapped in mummy wraps. Toilet paper. Why does it have to be CGI? It's toilet paper. Why does everything have to be seen? The, this you really show want, goes.
0: you want him to be walking around in fucking mummy attire the entire time?
1: Uh, no, not the entire time. Right. But my God, <laughs> does this show rely so heavily on CGI sometimes? It's a a sup- lot of times it's when su- it's not needed.
0: It's a supernatural show. But
1: certain things, yes, I get. But certain things, I mean, what the Fuck. there's a point in episode three that i was like i fucking hate the heavy reliance for no reason at all it makes it the, the problem is like marvel this show is going to be so fu- it's going to age like milk because of the way that it looks it already oh, okay, looks okay. bad
0: yeah yeah okay okay
1: it already looks bad in 10 years it's going to look like fucking shit
0: well i have a bigger gripe with the series which i'll get to in a second but um it's it's a it's a narration thing which take your pick um (laughs) uh i don't know i i actually like the well okay i like the way they introduced the suit where it's the quick little tease at the end like like all because here's
1: that yeah i'll agree with you because
0: here's the thing right First episode, you're hitting the ground running because presumably you don't know what the fuck is going on at all, right? Like, let's say you never saw any of the teasers or any of the trailers or any of that bullshit, right? Which, <laughs> but you, the audience, you do not know what's going on, and you are you are fed a ton of shit at the beginning, and I, and I you know, when I say shit, I mean like information. So you kind of need like that, like final, like oh, what the fuck is go, what the fuck is going, and then like the final, like oh, he's a superhero, but it just. Fucking raises more questions. So, um, part of me felt like that was a bit of a reward for putting up with the episode.
1: Well, I like the way that they use mirrors in this show. To oh my like, god! I mean, it's it's not new by any means. I mean, it's been used before to show split uh, personalities and a million other things. Yeah, but uh, the show does it very well, and it's also lends um, a, a lot of it's lended it to fucking um, Oscar <laughs> Isaac being able to do it.
0: The directors actually said they were like, "What was the what was some of the challenges that you had for the show?" And they said the mirror shot in episode one was the fucking hardest thing that we have ever done in a production set in the history of fucking like. (laughs) No, they like they they, like we cannot stress how fucking difficult this thing was because if you think about it, right, you're doing mirrors, then you're doing green screen mirrors, so you have to film everything at least twice, Mm -hmm. and then you have to position the camera in a way where you have to like hit all your cues and hit the right spots at the right time and it's like I didn't even like go into it but like if you look up there's a a YouTube video on how they did it and it's 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 uh, it hurts my brain trying to wrap my head around how they fucking pulled it off but but I I I don't care I still thought that the way they um, they gave the quick little tease of it at the end was uh, of showing the suit was was still good
1: i liked it i liked the tease i i didn't like like i said and this is just me through line i don't like the way the show looks but like the the tease was great the timing was great the use of mirrors was great i i, I was i at this point i'm enjoying the show the first episode i enjoyed At this point yeah <laughs> looking back at it in the past i could would recommend dropping a bit more lore and being more about stephen and not really going so balls to the walls right away But
0: uh, not a bad first episode for me. All right. That being said, we move on to episode two. Summon the suit. Great. I fucking love. I love Kanchu. So after being fired for damaging the bathroom of the National Gallery, Stephen Grant uses the key card he found in his apartment to access his storage locker containing the scarab. Grant's reflection reveals that he is Mark Spector, or at least the reflection is at this time another identity living inside of Grant's body an american mercenary and the current avatar to the egyptian god uh, moon god khonsu Spectre tries to convince Grant to let him resume control of their body, but Grant refuses and flees. He is confronted by Layla, Spectre's wife, who was unaware of Grant's existence, before being arrested by police officers working for Arthur Harrow. Harrow reveals that he was Conchu's previous avatar until he chose to follow Ahmet instead, and that he seeks the Scarab to find her tomb and resurrect her so that he can purge humanity of evil. <laughs> I'm gonna get there. Layla rescues Grant, but Harrow summons an invisible jackal-like monster to pursue them. Jackal, jackal, it's a jackal. Um, Grant summons a suit similar to Spectre's and fights the jackal, but is overpowered and allows Spectre to take control. Spectre kills the jackal but loses the scarab to Harrow. Kanchu angrily confronts Spectre, who promises to find Ahmed's tomb before Harrow does. Kanchu threatens to claim Layla as his next avatar should Spectre fail to f- before sending him to Egypt. So holy fucking context, Batman. So this is where everything is set up as far as like, here's what we gotta do. Like this is this is where everything is established for the entire show as far as the arc, um, for better or for worse. Okay, so first things first. Grant, um, Grant finds the finds the like the secret bear area where like there's a gun and all this money and everything, and he he finally talks to Mark Spector. Um, he then sees Conchu for the first time. I don't know if you guys remember that, where he sees him in like the the, the locker or the uh, the storage area, runs and then Layla's like, "Oh, I'm your I'm your wife." As soon as I heard Layla's like, "I'm your wife," and Gra- and Stephen Grant didn't know who she was. I'm like, Mark Spector's the dominant person. As soon as I heard that line, that there's no, there, there's no, you know what I mean? Like that that's kind of a little yeah. bit of an obvious like. D- I don't know, maybe that was just me. So that- oh, I mean.
2: Most of that body's existence has been Mark Spector.
0: Yeah. As soon as I heard that line, I'm like, okay, well, that because... That, the-
1: you kind of get that, you know, like, the show, like, is really heavy-handed with that aspect of it. And I think it's because anybody that read the comics would know immediately that that's the case. But I have to get this out of there, be- get it out of me before I fucking explode. Hero... Is me you're looking for? <laughs> and can't you suck my balls?
3: <laughs> all right, I'm done.
1: Um, um,
0: ha- I-, I like the fact that Harrow. I mean Harrow's. <laughs> I remember basement when we were watching this episode because we watched these two episodes. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember this basement? You're like, you're like it's fucking. Um, what was it? Uh, it's fucking Winter Soldier all over again. It's the fucking. Um, uh the carriers the 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 aircraft carriers where we're going to kill people before they commit evil
1: yes i mean good discussion about that <laughs> like, you're obviously evil and terrible if you're killing people before they do anything uh, I, I remember talking about uh what's the fucking tom cruise movie the what where he,
0: possible.
1: no no the one where they like predict future
0: crimes which wait, are we talking Marvel or something else? Uh, no, not Marvel. No, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. oh, um, oh God, hold on. You know me. what I'm talking
1: about with the little red balls come out and there's a bunch of bald people in the water. You know what I'm talking about.
0: I do. I'm trying to remember. I never watched it, so no. Oh,
1: that was pretty good movie, actually. It was a
0: Minority Report, wasn't? It?
1: Yeah, it was. Yep.
0: Fucking Tom yeah, Cruise.
1: maybe my, my favorite Tom. Cruise. I just, I just it's love how love. like.
0: It, I, I don't mind the setup. It's actually pretty, you know, okay. It's a little bit paint by numbers. I don't give a shit. It's fine. I think it suits what we're looking for here as far as, like, a you know, a story. But I love how Basement's like, it's fucking Winter Soldier all over again with fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. and the goddamn, I'm like. Because <laughs> you're right. Um... I, we were talking about this before, how I loved – I love Khonshu. Khonshu's a dick. He's a fucking asshole, and I just love him, especially the scene where he's like, kill him. He's like, is he telling you to kill me? Break his windpipe. Like, it just he's, – he's, he's a fucking he's so venom. and I love him. Um, That's so Raven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it explains why Conchu and fucking Mark Spector got along along so well because they're pretty much the same person.
0: Yep yeah basically well, we'll, we'll, well sort of we'll find out more about that a little bit later on yeah. but um so i mean not not much else other than like this is the establishing like the stakes that are up there and like w- you know who's good who's bad why we have to stop them and blah 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 um i did like uh i also did like like Stephen grant's falling to his presumably death and conchu yells summon the suit and he comes out with as now known as mr knight which is Moon Knight dressed they up in a full white you know, suit. Like, yep, a much preferred
1: suit to the fucking CGI mess they have him wearing half the time. Float like a
0: butterfly, you know, like a bee. You know, my I, name is you know, with the V. <laughs> I
1: mean, it like come on, it looks so bad. The CGI, in this is absolutely terrible. From a the suit, looks terrible up
0: close. Yes, from a distance, no. But then again, we don't get much With my eyes closed, pretty good. <laughs> When my eyes closed, it's fantastic. <laughs> what, did um, of, uh, so <laughs> yeah. what did you guys think of... so beautiful. What did you guys think of Layla as a
1: character?
3: Uh,
2: she was a little uh,
1: overboard with her acting, I think. Did she get you on your knees, Layla? I...
0: <laughs> she's not middle of the... Ro- she's better than middle of the road, but she's not the best female actor or actress or character we have in the MCU so far. But... She is handled better than a lot of ones that we've seen in the past.
2: She's definitely given a better starting board than others. She's I think she, her character. I don't know if the actresses.
1: Not it's, terrible. It's
0: hard to it's hard to tell with her.
1: They, they they ask a lot of her at a certain point in time in the show, yes, they do. and it does not.
0: She's also a major me. crutch in term And what I mean by that is like she's a supporting you know piece for a really good chunk of this show. So it's kind of...
1: I like her character. It's just, I, I, like I said, I, I'm not a huge... Like, the actress isn't terrible, but she's not... Uh, when when you have to... When she's featured and 90% of her fucking time on screen is with uh, fucking Oscar
0: Isaac, it yeah. just doesn't, doesn't look well for her. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Steven uses the, regular, the, the, the Mr. Knight suit. Mark Spector takes control again and... Then we get the setup there, he kills the jackal, and then Khonshu's like, you fucking idiot. And then he just instantly transports him to fucking Egypt. So that's a thing that Khonshu can just do, because he's a god. Uh, by the way, just just kind of throwing this out there, too. The idea that, um, and we'll get more into this, I'm sure, when we get to the next two episodes or so. But, you know, obviously the MCU is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, This is a new realm of gods, that are being introduced. Yeah, it's not just Khonshu, because it, it's all the Egyptian gods. But, yeah,
1: but it's akin to like uh, introducing like Thor in them in my mind, because it's the same kind of like gods that exist in well, at least exist in lore in real
2: life. hmm mm-hmm. hey, But even with Thor, we didn't get the introduction of other gods other than Thor, Odin, and Loki. Really. True, but
0: you got the like frost giants and like their whole world, right? We got of. mystical creatures, but not necessarily gods. But, the, but, but the idea that the reason I'm just pitching this out there is because it's not just that we're getting gods, but we're getting a new relationship with gods and presumably humans. Where the Egyptian gods, anyway, have um uh avatars, people who represent them and can do things on their behalf. And Khonshu goes into more <laughs> detail about this, um. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like middle managers. In yes, basically, yeah. It's like, <laughs> corporate says we can't let you do this.
1: I, I couldn't handle the fucking way they all looked eventually. <laughs> oh, my all yeah, room, we'll, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, we get into management.
0: Oh my god! Fucking it's it's fucking uh, it's the regional uh, meeting. Um, but uh, no, but um, under Mifflin, I kind of like this because when I when I say I, when I like this, I like the idea of you have a superpowered being who's representing or a superhero. Or a heroine, whatever you want to representing a god or goddess. And so they're embowed with powers to not maybe like the full powers of the the deity they're representing. The the whole dynamic of that is very interesting to me as far as storytelling goes, because there's so much you can do with it where like, you know, Kanchu can be it's, a it's, dick.
1: It's heavily inconsistent as the show goes on. I but I know, I do I do. I know. I do I do like the idea of it because they can't really do anything; they have to influence exactly. in order to yeah. get things done. Yep. Um, th- th- like the first two episodes, uh, episodes, episodes, <laughs> the first two episodes of this show, I like, um, and the fifth. Everything else in between and after the fifth, mm-hmm. no good. Kind of no eat my on. asshole out.
0: <laughs> so um... We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. We're gonna get there quick. Let's let's do that with episode. three. Well, we watched three. the
1: first two episodes. Oh, at least I did. And Heather, we I think watched, we, yeah. we watched the first two episodes and then spent months without watching the rest of it. So yeah, it's kind of a Except weird. For me, jump I, was back in that, I was on that. I was on that
0: fucking. Kevin Feige dick riding train. Still am. <laughs> choo choo. Anyway, episode three, the friendly type. Arthur Harrow and his followers discover the location of Ahmed's tomb. No shit. In Cairo, Mark Specter and Stephen Graham both experience several unusual blackouts while tracking down a lead to Harrow's location. After they fail to obtain information from Harrow's followers, Conchu causes a solar eclipse to call for a council of the Inead. Or In- I'm trying to remember how they pronounce it. Inad, Iniad. Inead. In- In the- and their avatars who summon inspector to a chamber inside the great pyramid of Giza. Conchu inspector attempt to inform the gods of Harrow's plan to free Ahmet, but the latter successfully denies the accusation when summoned. Oh, I'm going to get a uh, rant on that in a minute. The yeah. avatar of uh, Hathor, Yatzel, tells Spectre to find the sarcophagus of the Mejay, who knew of the location of Ahmet's tomb. He later encounters Layla, who takes him to meet with Anton Mogart, an acquaintance of Layla who owns the Mejay's sarcophagus. However, the meeting goes awry when Harrow arrives and destroys the sarcophagus, forcing Spectre, Grant, and Layla to fight off Morgart's men and escape into the desert. Grant is able to assemble a f- set of fragments from the sarcophagus into an ancient stone our map, but the map is 2,000 years out of date. Kanshu uses his powers to briefly turn back the Let me finish the fucking synopsis. Turn back the night sky to reassemble the map, allowing Grant and Layla oh, to man. find the location of Ahmet's tomb. However, Kanshu is then imprisoned by the other gods, leaving Grant and Spectre's body unconscious and powerless. Oh fucking k there is so much to go over in this all right so they find the tomb no shit um the the idea with mark and steven while they're still trying to get a lead down and they're they're still doing the like the blackouts are still happening i love that little tease i love that little tease in just that episode at the right time where like is that you no i thought it was you Anyway, and then moving right on, and I kind of wish that we saw. I mean, I know we we, we will see more of it, a little bit more on the you know a couple of episodes down, but I kind of wish I saw more of that Indiana Jones like Stephen versus Mark in control trying to. I, I wish I saw a little bit more of that in this series, personally speaking.
2: I agree. I mean, with that now suspected third conscience, we only get three. Little
0: teases of him. Yeah. It was a it was a nice tease, but I I wish that was like one of those things where – I'll be honest, I would have preferred like an entire episode with just the two of them doing like the the, the, the hunting down and whatnot. Maybe Layla obviously in between, but and you know, Grant Stephen Grant's putting things together, Mark Spector still in the control, but we're getting the battle between Mark and Steven a lot more um, as they're trying to figure this all out to, so it's like Steven's trying to figure things out. Mark's trying to figure things out. They're both trying to figure things out and and they're trying to like almost be like Batman in the, in the crime solving department. I just wish I saw yeah. a little bit more of that than like the I don't know, fucking like 10 minutes that we saw from here.
1: So I I can't differentiate the third and fourth episode in my mind. They kind of like meld together So the, yeah. thir- the um, third episode the, episode the third episode
0: ends with Konshu being imprisoned. Okay.
1: But okay, this this is the I know for a fact this episode episode starts with him fighting like these super gay looking thugs on a rooftop.
0: Radiant nights. I'm
1: like, first of Radian all, dates. it looks the, the 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 fight is terrible. The <laughs> casting is terrible, and then there's like this random point where they stop and he throws a knife up in the air, CGI fucking bullshit for no reason. At all, it it was just absolutely terrible to me. And then he like teleports and he ends up in a fucking taxi or some shit. But like that whole part, I was like,
2: what is this? My it,
0: god, it, it did.
1: I'll be <laughs> it honest. It looks I... so bad.
2: It looks so bad. I'm gonna be honest with you. One of those thugs I thought was a girl until he spoke.
1: But they all had like eyeliner on, and they all looked like they were straight out of GQ magazine. They're all fighting each other, and he throws this knife up, and it's so blatantly CGI. Um, so, like...
0: I don't know if you remember it, me telling you this, guy. I should we, have never made the cutting floor. We, 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 no pun intended. We watched the first two episodes together. We didn't watch any of Moon Knight, the three of us, together afterwards. But I remember show, saying to you guys after I watched the third episode, I said, remember how you guys gave shit to the CGI in the first episode? <laughs> uh, Wait till Moon Knight's <laughs> done. Um, so, that was all over the place. And then... I do like the idea of Khonshu being like, fuck. Alright, well let's go snitch. <laughs> let's it's pretty much what they do. But but like I, I like that idea because it, it world builds, it shows that there's more than just Amit and um and Conshu out there. There are other Egyptian gods. I like that. It tells the backstory. There's more that's why I said like I love the idea of the Avatar and the gods relationship. But what the fuck of just he's like, no, I'm not doing that. The,
1: the, this this is the episode with, with that fucking naked guy playing sticks on horseback, right? Yes. I'm like, what is he doing first of all? <laughs> like, what was that? He's riding around just literally touching sticks with other people. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, well he's not just practice, practice I don't know what the fuck she said, but it was stupid as shit.
2: He's practicing an ancient form of horseback riding and fighting. And, and
1: Okay, rewatch that and tell me yes, which part of I know. Of I, I
2: watched is. it and rolled my eyes just as heavily as you did.
1: <laughs> but there, there's this moment after that follows where it's like, and this is the Connor's point, where he's like, "I will not give up control to Steven no matter what, whatever, whatever." Yet he does in the middle of a fight for some reason that makes no absolute sense. And then I'm like, "Oh, I know why they did it for a gag." Yeah. For yeah. a laugh. That's exactly like, what you just oh, I don't know spin. why
0: I don't know why she would she would say like why, why her you know, what mouth and like I'll, I'll be setting up something I see how it goes very clever Spent 10 fucking minutes being like I'm not doing it I'm not giving him
1: a choice in a scenario where he would actually help. But it's not to actually, then get into a fight scene and turn back into him only to get it's, stabbed it's not and turn
0: back—it's not even that. Even so, before 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 going to like the the guy to see the sarcophagus, right? They all approach the the avatars and the gods that they represent, right? And the part that infuriates me is that you have—I well, think it was like close to eight. It was either like six to eight of them between Harrow, um, Specter, and then the other other council members, right? The fuckers are all gods, and you mean to tell me that you are just gonna believe the fact that Harold's like, I wouldn't do that? You guys are
1: fucking. He actually comes in with the same energy (laughs) the entire show and no backing. He's like,
0: But just, I like.
1: He doesn't even know his own name. If he didn't show up. I have glass in my shoes. I just.
0: I. I would have preferred if he never fucking showed up. Yeah,
3: yeah
1: it's like, I at least or, or like give us a flashback to him being just, the avatar like, prior because that's I'm, what he was, right? Like, Has Conchu's avatar yeah. before, so like do that and give us a reason for like him being more believable than Conchu. But they're they don't, and these fucking middle yeah, managers know. are like, "You're Fuck wrong, Johnny
0: Carcran, Give me fucking Arthur Harrow on the stand. <laughs> fucking Christ, <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Like, like it just glass it's so it's crunching it's like, under his feet. It's not even. It's it's not." It's not his performance. It's not like the. It, it's the writing of this. They didn't it's even like, try. Well, no. they didn't
1: even try to write it to a point where it makes any sense. They're just like. Or he's he, gonna. Win. We know where this goes. He didn't so even let's just do
0: anything like notorious or deceivious, like like sneaky <laughs> or like underhanded to like <laughs> fake trick them to think that he that was legit. He just like no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, mommy, that wasn't me.
1: It's it. it, it, it. This is, like, the downfall of the show, though. Like, oh, wait the, the terrible oh, writing. Wait, wait till they we, they wait. know where they want to get, and they don't That's contemplate it. how they get there.
0: Wait till we break the earth in a few minutes. Um. All right. So <laughs> so, so, that all happens. I, I like the fact that they, that they had, like, somebody on the inside, like, no, do this, like, this, like, sneaky around the way to, to get to the sarcophagus. We do a little bit of exploration with, like, Mark and Layla's, like, the, the conversation they had on the boat getting there. Cool. So Anton Mogart, um, who unfortunately the actor um, passed away not too long after the production of Moon Knight, uh, he's a little bit of an Easter egg because in the comics he's known as Midnight. Avenue. I think it was COVID or COVID-related, unfortunately. Um, I, I could be mistaken. I don't want to misspeak on that. Um, that was that I liked because it was almost like Indiana Jones esque in the sense of like oh they have to do this to sneak around and blah blah blah. But I do agree with basement of the idea of like Mark take over, Mark takes over, Steven takes over, two hits All right mm-hmm. back back to you, back to you. Um get stabbed
1: it's just the fact that it followed like three times. It no, it followed like a story beat where he's like, I am not giving up control. to to give up control in a situation that makes no fucking sense for him to do so well it's like uh, who is writing this fucking thing well well, here's
0: here's the weird thing about that right in the scene where they're all fighting and they're they're attacking horses which I can appreciate um (laughs) they do try to correct that at the very 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 end where the idea of Mark has an advantage, and Steven has an advantage. So I I get where – I I agree with Basement's frustration about like
1: – I would say we have an advantage fighting.
0: None. No, no. Right, and I am agreeing with you. But Steven's knowledge of Egyptian mythology and mythos and all that stuff um, with other aspects of the adventure makes sense. So I do – which they try to correct at the end of the episode, but I'm like, could you just have just like, like – That's better.
1: Yeah. Or just like not have – Done it at all if he's not like. I just it, it was so frustrating because you have to nose be like, you know, Oh my god, you'd have to be like brain dead to be like, Okay, this makes no, I wish one of those horses was so infuriating. I mean, man. What,
0: what, what about you, Heather? Did you feel the same infuri or were you just like, I'm out, shut off brain?
2: I think at this point, I'm just sitting there like. Can this be over now?
0: I'm going to kill Connor. (laughs) This counts as Connor's Christmas present.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's so bad at this point. It's just like, dude, you know this guy that's inside your own fucking head has all this fucking knowledge about Egyptians and their lore and their religion. Let him take over for that, and you take over for the fighting because you are the brute force behind everything. I mean, they're they're still trying
0: to establish that they're they're not on the same page which
2: cool well, that was very clear yeah. from episode one
0: yeah but but like yeah, that, we're halfway it, through it, now it was yeah no there's gotta be like this is
1: what i'm saying they they can't fill the void of four hours with yeah. an hour of content and also like ethan hawk how cripple is this man because sometimes he shows up and he's like fucking needs a wheelchair and
0: sometimes he he's like perfectly help. fine Class in his shoe doesn't help what happened to you no, to about. <laughs> <That's> um <it. laughs>
1: Say I already got a fucking okay. bad leg. No, any glass. The the
0: the final the final part of this episode, I actually enjoy a good chunk of it, except for one really uh, key pivotal part. I like the fact that Conchu is like, listen, we need to. You and I are both on the same page. Like we need to stop this. We need to figure out like this is going on. You'll be you'll be banished in prison. He goes, I don't give a shit. Just fucking stop him. And he kind of puts his morals or his like frustrations aside to help him to find where the sarcophagus is. like I actually like that part. I like that Stephen steps up to the plate and shows off his Egyptian knowledge and know-how. All that's good and well. I love I, that part. I all really, really enjoyed. And I even like the idea of, oh, now Khonshu's gone. That means no Moon Knight powers. Okay, great. I, I, Stakes are high. Cool. He... <laughs> this is the part that
1: makes no sense.
0: He turns back the earth the nice sky guy. 2000, 2000 years
1: imagine what imagine that would that actually do like show that is imaginable <laughs> and how strong is he then for fuck's sakes why is he not like master of he the universe of himself
2: if he's that fucking powerful that he can do that why is he not doing this himself
0: I really want to know what every it's, other it's fucking Avenger was honestly, like. What the fuck?
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's something that works in a. I bet you any money this was a comic book scene, and it's something that works in the comic book, but makes no sense when you try to apply it to like real life or any version of that. Because <laughs> like, oh, I, like the the planets have shifted, so we're just gonna unshift them for two seconds. <laughs> what? But, what the fuck? But, what kind of power do you I, have? I I, 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 ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. Like th- th- I would have been like I I've been much more willing like if he just fucking drew it.
2: Yes. <laughs> I was like here's it says, what it looked like it says, instead of it says, I remember that night. I remember all night. Th-
0: this is this is this is the frust th- th- this is the first uh, this, th- th- this is the kind of, of shit that... on like
1: a simulation or something not in the real fucking world. When Marvel's
0: when Marvel's good and when it's great, oh man, it's it is chef's kiss. And then something like this happens, where it's it's really a small peanut in the grand scheme of things. And I'm I'm I, I will admit I am really fucking overthinking this. But not only in the in the, in the context of the story, um, but also it's, just like again, this is still part of the MCU, which means it's gonna have fucking bigger ramifications. And it, it, like I it just you turned back the Earth's night sky two thousand years. Did 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 no one and they actually, didn't they fucking oh, he, show he, humans he, 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 actually like I'm, looking at this and be like oh wow that's yeah, fucking crazy. Everybody yeah. started
2: He's, what they were doing to watch what was fucking happening.
1: What no. he essentially does makes no actual <laughs> fucking sense. He turned back time two thousand years, like yeah, which makes no sense. Like the the fact that it has, it wouldn't be a nitpick if it, it was not if it insane. wasn't universe breaking. Yes, <laughs> it's universe breaking. It a nitpick is what I'm gonna say earlier. They like they, they have all these fucking pieces of like the stars and shit like that on the top of the car, right? And they're working
2: over in the sand instead yeah. of control. <laughs> in like,
1: I'm gonna take this and go into the darkness and tape it together. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't be the only person that realized he went off into the darkness to put this together for no reason.
0: <laughs> Every uh, but the the, the thing, thing that, that's infuriating. The, <laughs> the thing that's infuriating too is that like. Every other part of it except for that part I really liked. No, Steven steps like, up to the plate. Uh, Khonshu, uh sacrifices himself, understanding like you've gotta stop him, and then uh Grant and Mark lose their powers as a result of it. Like everything else about it makes sense. Oh what they do to, to what what they were they were do they were doing like a, a bold service. Oh yeah, they were just fucking turning the earth back two thousand years in time.
1: And and they do it the, even worse is the fact that they show people all over the fucking planet being like, looking up at the wow. sky. Wow, like, okay, so, even, like, so the sky. Like, it, the, the night sky isn't a fucking painting, you dumb cunts. <laughs> like, it's so infuriating because it makes no fucking sense. I don't even, and that, like... And this comes on the heels of him going to the sand to fucking make a star out of stars.
0: I have, I am not shitting you. If you go on YouTube and look i think it's about two and a half hours where a um a a fan of this of, of marvel sits down with an astrophysicist show him this scene and just let them go and it's a two and a half hour stream about like how like what the actual ramifications would be if this were to happen in real life and and it's it's I, I can't stand I can't spend much more doesn't time make any on it it's just, sense. it's so ridiculous like
1: if, if you're returning the night sky to where it was oh you are obliterating uh, what's your fucking name captain marvel she's dead she's yeah. not born anymore like I, I don't understand like if it was just like a fleet, it's a, it's a, how many times have we seen like people do like this is a a representation of what it looked like in like a room it's a beautiful Why can not
0: you do that? It's a beautiful visual, I will say that from the comic, and it is a beautiful visual to see them like, you know, rotate the sky and seeing all the stars change like that. Uh, but but if you try to think like, about it for more than fucking ten minutes, your brain will bleed because I'm pretty sure mine just did. It, it, yeah, it, it's. Oh God.
1: All right. It, it's it's the thing that Marvel does a lot. It sacrifices any form of sense for like either comic accuracy one, one or visual, something visual or one line of dialogue would
0: have just would have ju- it's I think that's the infuriating part is that like for me anyway half at least half of the issues I have with the creative of Marvel could be simply fixed with two lines of dialogue or uh, a paragraph of explanation
1: this you need this, uh, this episode is the the worst, the, in my opinion. Iron Man because... shit,
0: Kang shit his pants on this one because, I mean, at that point, if you can fucking turn back the night sky, and I can't remember who it was, Heather Baseman said this as far as like, well, what, why does he just do anything because he's a god? He does explain, I think it's in this episode, no, it is in this episode. He's he's like, did, they're going to put
1: he, me he in
3: jail
0: for this. Of, gods cannot interfere with the lives of immortals.
2: Well, not only that,
0: they are limited in terms of their roles, so like. I think he it's either this episode or the 6th episode uh Conchu explains that there's only so much th- there's only so many things he can manipulate he can manipulate the, <laughs> the moon in the sky and I think one other aspect and that's about the it. I
1: think that's so fucking stupid is like he's like okay I'm going to turn back time so you can see the night sky the way it was on that day. It, you can go to like an actual fucking astrophysicist and they can plot that for you. Yep. But instead he's like, they're going to imprison me for this, and I'm going to become more of a problem than a solution. It's, all right, <laughs> it's like, okay, you. cool, I'm gonna say, whatever. I'm gonna say, right whatever.
2: now, yes, he may, he may not be able to interfere with the lives of mortals, however...
0: He, just killed two he
2: can turn himself into a cloud of dust, go to the tomb where Annette's fucking statue is, and blow it out of the fucking mummy and bring it back to the fucking temple. Where he is later kept.
0: There, there's a lot of and like consistency. Because the show needs that. Fair this. enough. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, like this issue and the issue of them like sw- swapping for no reason in a fight. I'm like this. This this episode is fucking ass.
0: Like this is, in my opinion, the worst episode. That, ever.
2: This episode tops
0: episode two, with the bad CGI. So then episode four, which is known as the CG All Two. the CGI
1: is bad in this show. There's no good CGI. The, the <laughs> yeah. only thing that's good is the fucking hippo.
0: Not even then. Speaking of it's which. It's not that good. So in episode four, uh, entitled "The Tomb," Stephen Grant and Layla find a deserted campsite at the location of Ahmed's tomb, which is a maze in the shape of the Eye of Horus. They discover that some of Arthur Harrow's men have been killed by undead Egyptian priests, which they which then attack them. Layla defeats the priests but encounters Harrow, who claims that her husband Mark Spector was one of the mercenaries who murdered her archaeologist archaeol <laughs> Her archaeologist father, Abdallah El-Faouli, Grant and Spectre find the tomb and discover that Ahmed's last avatar was Alexander the Great. I thought that was a kind of new, little, cute little uh, nudge there. Grant then retrieves Ahmet's Ush- Ushabti uh, from inside Alexander's body. Uh, that's the, the vessel. Yeah. Uh, Layla uh, angrily confronts Spectre, who reveals that his partner killed Layla's father and shot Spectre. Harrow then arrives and shoots Spectre, who wakes up in a psychiatric hospital populated by people from his life. After escaping from Harrow, who appears to be a therapist at the hospital, Spectre finds Grant trapped in a sarcophagus. They also see a second sarcophagus with someone else trapped inside before they are greeted by a hippopotamus headed figure. Whew! Okay, so this is essentially this is the shit hits the fan moment. Because it does. Um <laughs> This we really <laughs> slowed down, which it needed to, for love of God. After Connor, back. your your
1: mic. Your mic cuts out every now and then, and then he, like and they're in a tomb shaped like a and it blanks, and then you come right. Back.
0: So I was pulling a JP is what you're saying. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's a lot of this I actually like. The first is the fact that the, the episode slowed down immensely, which it really fucking needed to, because this show was just like
3: Uh Fucking constant.
0: Um, The uh, the, there's parts of this with the with the mark reveal or marks associated with Layla's father getting killed. Did anybody else raise their eyebrow when he gave an explanation as as to why or what happened? Mm -hmm.
1: Basement. Honestly, there's parts of this episode I just like fucking checked (laughs) out. Yeah yeah because uh, i like it was boring man <laughs> yeah they got to the tomb and stuff and i'm like okay it, 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 this is not anything as good as the mummy or any of the other fucking things that happened in the tomb and it went on forever like the fucking i like Layla's tomb adventure honestly annoyed the shit out of me because I, like, I don't care anymore and like he, the um the little i don't know what it was the fucking thing with like baby black hands attacking them? What
0: was that? Oh, like the monkey thing?
1: Whatever. Uh, what was it? Did we ever actually see it? I, I did not a... see it.
0: It was an undead priest. Yeah, that was like a mummy. Why did it have baby hands? Well, What do you think happens to body parts over thousands of years? They shrink. Babies? Yep. Well, I'll quote you
1: on that when we get to episode five or six. Because <laughs> that doesn't happen.
0: Won't be that long. Um... <laughs> I like the uh, I, yeah the, the, so the idea is that um Harrow reveals to Layla that mark Mark killed uh Layla's father, but Mark says that no, no, my partner killed your father and then shot me and and then
1: we we see like the flashback of his partner and his partner is like an unassuming like young black kid.
0: I don't even think we saw the partner, did we who
1: was that guy with him? I thought there was just like a. Figure oh no no, eight. no no!
0: The unassuming
1: young black was Stephen Grant's fucking
0: assistant. Yeah no. Yeah. Um, I think that it's the mystery at the end, the the, the reveal at the end. Yeah
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with because set up for a sequel. Um, Alexander the Great no, being um no. Am- Alexander the Great being Ahmed's last avatar, I thought was a nice little like nudge wink for like history buffs and whatever. I thought that was kind of a neat little thing. Um, but then fucking he's shot and then he ends up in a how, psychiatric how hospital sep- how did they get separated because it, it seemed like they were
1: in the same room at one point and then he was like on rafters above her or some shit
2: he climbed up to find the exit after they had found that room and they would realized that there was fresh blood on that table yep and then <laughs> as that priest came in she ducked down to hide and he ducked down up there
1: This is a really sh- okay. You just finished hey, the episode.
2: It's yes, but the and, and he,
1: he goes, goes from being on a rafter up,
2: in and, the, up on he, the higher he, rise.
1: He goes from being on a like a rafter to being in the fucking tomb room, immediately. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because no, they go no, they go separate they go separate ways.
2: A little bit through tunnels, they just cut that part out to save time.
0: Yeah, they, they go separate ways because that way but Harrow has the confrontation. Like fucking...
2: with... But it,
1: everybody else that was in that fucking thing couldn't find where the actual main room was. They're all, like, wandering around the darkness. This Didn't guy goes from the to the
0: rafters to teleporting there. Didn't say they were smart.
1: Oh, and she also gets attacked by, like, zombies or hands or something, right? Dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
3: Layla,
1: while she's like walking, a bunch of blue hands come out and touch her, and they aren't baby hands,
0: Connor. Oh my fucking lord! Anyway, um, so, <laughs> uh, Specter gets shot, and then he finds up himself in the fucking psychiatric hospital, which, um, Harrow. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. First off, Harrow as the doctor, I think, was pretty fun. That that I I enjoyed from if if anything else, That's part as, of the
1: show, to be honest. What's that? This is the start of the best part of the show. Yes. Honestly, <laughs>
0: yeah. I'd prefer the show took
1: place in the fucking psychiatric ward and everything else was just like.
2: That would have made it so much more fucking mind-boggling if they did it from that perspective through the whole fucking thing. Even if they were going to hold it off for a little bit as like a surprise. And in, in the end, you kind of
1: don't really know because they never really tell you. But like, it's I'd rather them just tell us. Yes, he's fucking crazy and he's in an insane asylum and every, like, all the things that he's thinking of are kind of like um, him turning people into different, like, he's working within the realms of the asylum. So you have the doctor being the bad guy, you have his friend being his wife, and, you know, you have the the guy that was uh, Shelton Benjamin walking around. Who hey, no, was like?
2: Uh, uh, the matter uh, is, they open this with the mock version of Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's the other part of it too. With the with the um the hospital is that good lord. And this is why we don't cover fucking so many Easter eggs on this show is because I, there's 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 thirty minute there's YouTube time. videos that just talk about just Easter eggs. But if you look closely enough, you can see so many of them. Um, especially in the in the psychiatric uh, hospital, whether it be f- uh, uh, predicting the future or pre- you know showing ahead of what's to come, or just references to things that we've already seen slash known about Mark and Stephen beforehand. Um, I do love the idea of Mark like talking to the doctor, and then you know it really makes you. It's the whole like what the f- again another what because a- we need it so many times in the show of what the fuck is going on, what the fuck
1: is going on.
0: Um, it's, it's the
1: usual suspects. In an insane asylum, basically,
0: and then with him freeing, I, I love that they f- he freed Stephen, but they found a third sarcophagus, and they didn't yeah. they didn't open it, and then oh, they got shit. granted by a hippo bitch, <laughs> and that was the end of the episode.
2: The aspect of the Mark scream being more manly and Stephen's scream being more feminine, <laughs> just to further separate the personalities. Yep,
0: I love it. Um,
2: the ending was great. Oh, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. It, it it.
0: So then, I mean, I guess we might as well roll into this next one. So that rolls us into, and I don't want to speak on Heather or Baseman's behalf, but my personal favorite episode of the entire fucking series, episode five, <laughs> Asylum. So... Uh-huh. Stephen Grant identifies the hippopotamus-headed woman as the Egyptian goddess Tauret, who explains to him and Mark Spector that they are dead and that the psychiatric hospital is actually inside a boat sailing through the Duat. She weighs their their hearts on the scale of justice to determine if they would be allowed to enter the field of reeds, and she advises them to uh, to help each other uncover hidden memories causing their imbalance. Grant sees a memory of Spector's younger brother, Randall, drowning and Spector's mother, Wendy, blaming him for it, while Spector reveals to Grant how he became Khonshu's avatar on a mission with his partner, Busham. Spectre and Grant convince Taurad to let them return to the living world to stop Arthur Harrow, who has released Ahmet, and and she steers the boat towards the gates of Osiris. Dr. Harrow, a psychiatric, a psychiatric version of Harrow, convinces Spectre to fully open up to Grant, and Spector reluctantly explains that he unknowingly created Grant as a result of their mother's abuse. Grant and Spectre reconcile with each other, but their scales fail to balance, causing hostile spirits to attack them. While fending them off, Grant falls off the boats and is consumed by the duat. The scales become balanced, and Spectre finds himself in the field of reeds. I have no complaints about this episode. I'm going to be very honest with you. I have no I have, I have complaints. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I, I I don't. I I have. I can't really. Well, first of, first of all, like you uh, Just to get it
1: out of the way, you can't have one good episode. mean, the show's good. The show. Yes, you can. As... I agree. Yeah. It's just not deserving. the The show, this episode is too good for the show at this point. Uh, <laughs> except for one line, but, well, like, fine, but th- there's there's a couple things in this that I don't like. I feel like they really re- like there's some they they want you to there's lazy emotion. And when I say that, I mean like they try to get an emotional reaction out of people on this in this show, but they haven't earned it. And I wish then. This is why I said earlier. Like I wish some of this, like an inkling of maybe this the psychiatry aspect or the like child trauma aspect, was kind of given to us a bit earlier instead of being like wham, here it is. The child. The I know they're not in it very long. but The children actors terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: They are um, really bad. I, I like think,
1: they, it's, they knew they were only going to be in there for five minutes.
0: I think I know what you're referring to, and I, and I do, I, I I can agree with you on that because I, I think the the big emotional turn is obviously the reveal of how Steven came to be and how we, we got up. You know, how do we yeah, get to this he mess? Just and it all disappears after that. <laughs> but but it all leans on Mark, not Steven. So we've been following Steven more than we've been following Mark. So it's hard for us to get more emotionally connected or have pity for Mark when we've been following Steven more so far.
1: Yes. Mark is very much the least likable.
0: Well,
1: uh, one of the least likable characters for me in this show. Um, but it's also the fact that like he creates Steven as a way to cope with his mother's abuse Yep. for literally a minute and then we're to believe that Steven disappeared completely until this show starts
0: no it's 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 i think i think they implied that there was not it was a continuous thing it was not yes. it was not Well how? Uh...
2: later on when later on when they show i think it's episode started like episode 6 where we see him standing in new york
0: Actually, it might have in the end of this episode. Like,
3: but uh,
1: like after his his mom dies, there, there's and, a yeah. dialogue
0: piece. I'm almost certain, but there's a dialogue that, piece. That's
1: that, weird because they showed them as like two completely different.
0: Well, those are the most know, pivotal yeah. moments. Is that, that the first? The first they they're going to show the first time he does it, right? And they're going to show the most recent time he did it, which presumably the most recent time he did it was when the mother passed and he just snapped and stayed as Steven. But, yeah, it's. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess. I guess the thing it's very like advantageous for the storyline they're telling for him they're trying to to cram a shit ton in
0: one episode so i mean (laughs) yeah
1: uh... like i mean other than that like the representation of like how to deal with like loss and abuse and stuff is done very well i love the fact that when they're going through like he's like don't go in there don't go in there and he goes follows the kids into the cave and um they they, like uh, immediately i'm like man the mother's a fucking bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it's it's for me it's like done to a point that i couldn't believe is real but i'm sure like parents become hateful of like survivor kids or do because like, he basically she blamed him he, yeah, yeah she <laughs> blamed him for yeah, killing his like, brother yeah but she yeah, was I like. Feel- like I always knew you were jealous. Like, she's the worst fucking piece of shit alive. Like, And the thing is, she would have been slightly the worst piece of shit al- alive before any of this happened. What
2: I can tell you from most psychology standpoints with a mother, when it comes to one child being the reason another one died, they do go through that stage sometimes they it's like the help it, they need to get away from that and it's fix like themselves. sometimes they don't I, I this is where like the most interesting
1: part of this entire show last 15 minutes which angers me because there's so much to unpack there i, I would have loved them to give a bit more time yep. to that scenario and the way that it's handled with them going through it kind of like um scrooge <laughs> Goes through yep. shit. Um, it, it's like it's interesting to see I, the visuals, the way that they use the staircase over and over. He kept running up the staircase.
0: Yes, I like that. My <laughs> my favorite scene of the entire show, the entire show, is him outside his mom's house at the at the after the funeral, the services I, or whatever. I, I, it's not only. It's not Oscar Isaac is like that. That put like With that, the Yamaka. The the yeah yeah the, the that put that whole performance put him on a different level for me as far as an actor as far because I didn't really know much. You're
1: good for the show, of, man. You're good for the show. I'm telling you. What's that? You're good for the show. I'm <laughs> telling you. But the thing <laughs> without that really, him, the show would fucking die. The the, the the
0: the but the part that is the really big heartbreaking thing is. And, it, and it's great because the show doesn't say it, it just it's just all in the emotion, which is, yeah, like, yeah but it's too good, is Stephen is a result of the abuse that his mom gave him, right? And his mom's dead. His mom is gone and forever, but he still loved her so much that it broke his heart and broke his mind to the point where he had to go back to Stephen again. And I'm like, yeah. mother fucking, like, that, that is... <laughs> Who could? i telling you. <laughs> <laughs> We broke the world two episodes ago, and then we get into this shit. So, um, but, Heather, what were your thoughts on what, what, what Give us your feedback on this episode. I mean, were you kind of in the same boat with us? Of I, two I, good?
2: My two complaints of this entire episode. Oh, God, more complaints. I'm okay. kidding. There's only the two. Yep. I still love this episode because of all of that. But the two complaints is she is – the hippo is a goddess who has been doing this for thousands upon thousands of years. Yep. But yet we still get the, oh, I have a card for that. Hold on, hold on. I have a card for that.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make
2: like, any sense. What? Yeah. That's by heart by now. <laughs> the other one is at the end of this episode where Stephen turns the boat to save Mark. And he's like, Stephen, you got this. And Mark, you've got this. But if I'm you, then I've got this too. It's like
1: yeah there's that, a that was uh, a, a definite
0: like separation that was a disneyism if i ever heard one before mm-hmm. um like that's like fucking like the prince that, finally that, believes in himself mm-hmm. um, yeah. th- th- i i i don't know about you i felt a little something when steven went off the boat and he froze in the in the, in the sand i that's knew shit was going fine <laughs> i i knew something like that was gonna but, happen
2: but. because of the-
0: Act of where it was going. But I was like, oh, shit, they're actually going to fucking or at least tease it at the very least, you know? I kind of um, hate that they don't, like, follow through with it, to be honest. I, I know, I, I, I know, but... Did, I, but
1: I was like, okay, well, the only character I care about is gone, so <laughs> why am I watching the show? But, uh, like, I, <laughs> before we go on, I wrote down, episode five is too good for this series. <laughs> I'm not in love with the show, but Oscar Isaac is just big dick flopping on this
0: role. <laughs> and...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
0: that it's it's he he crushes it throughout the whole in the whole series in my opinion. But that particular scene when he when he's crying on the street, I'm just like that that puts him. I don't give a shit what other bad performances he have. He's now one of my like yeah Can oh, I my to god.
2: Take a comment on the
1: dad's hair. Oh yeah, he's fucking Egon. um oh, Egon.
0: The- <laughs>
2: It's it out here when they're little boys. It ends up up here.
1: I don't. I don't get haircuts. <laughs> um, the, uh, Justice. The the one thing I had to say though, and uh, and I wrote this down too, is I I like the side asylum story way more than the actual story, which is a huge problem with this show.
0: Which side asylum? What the... the
1: the 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 whole side story of him being dead and being in that fucking oh, psychiatric oh, oh, ward. Yeah. That is way better yes. than the oh, actual
0: storyline of the show. Might as well bring this up. So I did mention how there was like a couple of small easter eggs hinting to other things in the MCU. Two, mm-hmm. one of them is the, um, you, you have to like stop and look to see it. In one of the fight scenes in the episode where he's fighting the jackal, you can see a, 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 a poster or a truck for the, um, the Global Repreations Fund from Falcon and Winter Soldier, the group that was supposed to like help with like, you know, uh refugees and whatnot. The other is when Taurette mentions the um um I'm trying to remember the name of it. The For- Forever Plane or the the afterworld in Black Panther. She refers to it. And so what's interesting The Ancestral Plane. What's that? The ancestral plane, I that think was it was the, the ancestral plane, yes. So what's interesting here is that basically they've established in the MCU in this one brief moment that essentially the afterlife is and we'll we'll obviously well the afterlife is, is not only a big place but it's also dependent upon what you believe in so if you're part of Wakandan culture, you'll go to the ancestral plane. If you're part of Egyptian culture, you'll go on the boat, and will later learn from other movies and properties coming on that if you're at, so basically depending on where you go or what your beliefs are, you will go to that equivalent of that uh, of that uh, great beyond. Which where did Tony end up? <laughs> Nowhere. Infirmary.
2: Um, he <laughs> ends up in the digital world.
0: superhuman cyber squad um but but that's just interesting to note because that's more it's 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 going to be head tilting question mark it's interesting because again we haven't really dealt with much as far beyond dr strange and wanda this is another supernatural side that we really haven't explored too much and so now they basically said like oh yeah you just go wherever wherever you believe in and and spoiler alerts we'll learn that that also is the case with um with um spoiler three two norse mythology as well when we get to thor love and thunder but we'll get there um Valhalla. <laughs> but episode five knocked it out of the park uh for the most part even though i, I do agree with you guys' uh nitpicks of it though i'm not i'm not gonna lie on that one but episode six which is entitled Gods and Monsters, is where we have the big old Marvel fight. Did not like this episode. Layla receives a message from Tauret telling her to find and release Khonshu so he can revive Mark specter. Arthur Harrow uses Ahmed's powers to slaughter the other Egyptian gods as avatars before releasing Ahmed, who chooses him to be her new avatar, while Layla finds Khonshu's Ushtabi and releases him. Ushabti, there we go, Ushabti. Uh, Layla refuses to become Conshu's new avatar, so he confronts Amit alone, who overpowers him. Meanwhile, Mark Spector refuses to stay in the fields of reeds alone and chooses to return to the Duat and rescue Stephen Grant instead. Yeah, damn it. Spectre tells Grant that Grant saved and enabled him to survive his hardships, and their connection frees Grant from the entrapment of the Duat. With Tourette's help, they escape through the gates of Osiris and awaken back in their body. Khonshu then senses their return and bonds with them again, healing their body and restoring their powers. Layla discovers that Amit can be defeated if several gods' avatars bind her to a mortal body, so she temporarily <laughs> bonds with Tourette. Harrow, Amit, and their <laughs> followers begin judging everyone in Cairo until Spectre, Grant. And Layla and Konshu arrive to engage them in battle. Harrow overpowers Spectre and Grant and almost kills them until they both black out and reawaken to find that they have somehow brutally defeated him. Uh wonder how that happened. Spectre and Layla are and able What's that? And everybody around them, too. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of everybody. Uh, Spectre Spectre and Layla are able to seal Amit into Harrow's body, imprisoning her again. Kanshu urges Mark to execute Harrow Amit, but Spectre refuses and orders Konshu to release him and Grant from their service. Spectre and Grant find themselves in the imaginary psychiatric hospital again, but rejected and choose to continue their new life together. And then we'll save there for the mid credit scene in just a second. But um
1: so This episode is fucking ass. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it, it's it's anti-climatic. like it's it's anticlimactic it's like in I, my opinion i don't need i don't need the big like fucking fight or whatever i, mean... I, I, lo- I love i love i loved the giant Ahmet the thing is i i loved loki and that ended in a conversation um this one however does the same thing it's been doing from the beginning and doc teases and disappears and i'm going to tell you right now like after watching this, I looked up like the character of the third personality, and I'm like, "Don't don't impress me much." <laughs> Latos Gators. He's a cab driver. Okay, cool. Um, oh, oh, oh! I know. Yeah yeah, 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 it ain't good. Um, so the visually again looks like shit, <laughs> and they rely so heavily on it. Like it's so bad. I... Everything looks terrible in my mind like while watching it i'm like man this is not you can't rely heavily
0: on cgi and put this forward you just can't my problem is that this feels very anticlimactic yes it is i would have honestly well, pref- who wants to see big fucking lizard versus a dead bird i didn't i didn't <laughs> i can take the cgi I, I can take the horrible CGI. I, I I'm at this point. Like, the, the concept behind it is stupid too. I don't want to see it. I don't care about that. In for a penny, at this point, for me. Um, you know, I'm riding that, <laughs> riding that train till it, till it burns. But I would have infinitely preferred if they switched the last two episodes. Infinitely, yes.
1: Infinitely yeah, well, imperfect. gotten have of the last episode entirely. Like, well, they had to wrap up I, I some shit, the which... thing is I don't give up. I would have liked, like like okay, if they switched them, then Ethan Hawk is kind of more of a psychiatrist than he is this fucking hobo monk
0: with the broken leg. Right. I mean, obviously there would have to be things we'd have to clean up, but 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 in terms of in terms of build anticipation and payoff, the payoff was the fifth episode let let's I, I i the, the fifth
1: line. episode is the best episode it should have ended the series and I think this episode should parts of this episode should have been taken and infused in like the third
0: and fourth right but but so my 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 thought process is though like we all we all agree the fifth well we all agree the fifth episodes the best right mm-hmm. yes to me and this is just my opinion you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I said in the first episode that we're introduced to, like, you know, the new character, you know, Stephen Grant, blah, blah, and then we're introduced, like, the holy fuck, and then, like, everything happens, and we're trying to figure things out along uh, the story as it goes along the way, so the idea is that the payoff should be we know, not everything, but we know enough of the situation that's going on, obviously we're, we're teasing the third character, which we'll get into in a second, but that's the payoff, Right, the payoff's not Ahmed or 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 Ethan what's the, Hawks. Most,
1: what's the most interesting thing in this show? It's his character. The payoff should be
0: they knowing his, of his character, character. Yes. Yeah. So, Especially if
1: they're gonna do what they did with this episode,
0: switch, switch, They had to. They had to like wrap the shit up. They needed to. And, uh, I
1: hated the, um, you know, the fucking flash forward and everyone's dead and he's like in control. I didn't want to see them fight, but if you're gonna do it that way. That's even more of an excuse.
0: Well, again, they had, it, they're they're, they're not leaving do the door it at wide all. fucking open, obviously. But, but Heather, I mean, uh, what were what were your thoughts overall about this episode, and specifically, like the the fight scene, like the 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 closing end with the whole with with um with Harrow and the 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 the, the, the kaiju fight and him getting trapped and all that stuff, and Kanshu letting him go. I
2: want to talk about the negotiation scene.
0: I did like the negotiation scene, right. I'm not going to okay. lie.
2: Back and forth between suit and suit
0: I did like that and scene and
2: them saying we'll do this for you but you gotta let us go like, contra- I,
0: like the really sound of that
2: <laughs> I mean it's just the chaoticness of jumping between Steve and Mark in that scene alone it was just like alright I can tell right now the fight scene is gonna be that and that's gonna fuck with everybody Now we fast-forward, fight happens, and Van gets flipped over. She stops it from completely flipping over and gets the people out. She, of course, takes the little girl out first, which... God, I hated this. ...of the van to get her out?
1: I didn't really understand what happened there. I thought thought, it was going to fall on a girl.
2: uh, The girl just appeared in her arms. Like, wait, what happened there? and then so of course, terrible yes, are you an egyptian superhero? oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that that i alone i was like Fuck this
1: shit!" honestly <laughs> yeah
2: she sat there i was just like yeah i am it's just like no honey you said temporarily under this god's avatar temporarily so no you're not an egyptian superhero once i, just, there's
1: like, I, I hate that like we have to include the fact that we made the first egyptian superhero it's like you don't have to say it directly to your fucking audience. <laughs> it's that heavy-handed fucking horse shit that Marvel does that really turns me off. <sighs>
0: I'm not going to lie on that one. I...
2: Yeah, then we have the fight between Khonshu and um It's slow-motion giants fighting. Ooh. So it's literally taking five years for a hit to land.
0: S- or... S- some, someone said... Why isn't I saw on like on Twitter when this episode happened? Why isn't someone trying to stop these two? And, and I'm like, and someone's like, dude, after the shit they saw from Endgame, this is a fucking norm at this point in time. Yeah. And and then someone's like, did someone forget Kanshu just rewound the world 2,000 years in the, in the past? Like, yeah, no fucking shit. If you took
1: out that big fucking Megazord fight. Would anybody really give a fuck if it didn't happen? No. It's like, the, again, unnecessary CGI for some fucking reason. I don't get why they utilize this thing so heavily. There's a, a moment in this where, the, like, the his suit comes on him, I guess. Yeah. It looks so terrible as oh, well.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's um, the, the one thing I wanted to actually add to before we finish up with this episode because we're getting mm-hmm. to the end. Um... Where is it? What what the? Why does okay? So she gets she becomes
0: an avatar and she gets this fucking scarab is her name I think Scarlet Scarab excuse me is the the name.
1: She she gets this cool hawk outfit or whatever the fuck it was. Yep. Um, where is Ethan Hawk's outfit?
0: He has the staff.
1: He's had the staff before. Yeah, I'm is, is a shitty. uh he, he needs to leave him in monk clothes. Well, like, I guess Amis is a shoes. shitty god, and, and Ethan Hawks the... Oh, <laughs> I'm like, when? Everybody else gets an upgrade. This yeah, guy is like.
0: Yeah, you don't get shit from me. <laughs> I will make your staff purple. Good luck. Actually, he had that beforehand, so fucking fine. Yeah, now. he has nothing. But he has super strength, apparently. You'll be my avatar. Now go. Don't take anything. I said go. All right. <laughs> Uh, why did I do this? I'm <laughs> trying to rethink my decisions. I am very upset. Um. So, of course, the mid-credit scene, we see a crippled Harrow is being abducted from the psychiatric hospital, crippled. and is of course crippled. what
1: wasn't he always crippled? Now he just gets a fucking wheelchair for no reason.
0: Fine, <laughs> handy capable. Um. <laughs> we see him getting taken over to uh, an, a limo where he is um broached by. Uh, Conchu in a full suit, which by the way, him in a suit for some reason looks like infinitely better than whatever the fucking robes he was in. Uh, um, it doesn't make any sense. To be know. a nice guy from Cuphead. What, why can he see him? Why can he see him? Because he's in a different plane of existence now. He's in the afterlife. They saw what's his name. Uh, they saw Taurette. Okay, boom! I don't know. Who the fuck um, Taurette, the Pippo. Oh
1: no I'm, I was talking about like uh, why can um, fucking Ethan Hawke see him
2: cause he's now in the plane of the afterlife
0: yes why is he I And mean, he's still alive cause he's presumably de- well he was <laughs> um, they didn't kill him what are you talking about they kill him no they didn't kill him right but now he's dead So in the, not in the, yet. He's not dead using, yet.
2: Has, they're using his body as a vessel for Ahmet. Yes. So therefore, I, I, his consciousness is so severely subdued that it's in another plane of existence. However, Does I, the show tell us that? or
0: do you Yes. Guys
2: just... you, have to, you have to surmise it from the spell that they did, which I want to know how the fuck Mark Spector and Layla knew that spell.
0: Probably Conchu somehow. I just blame it on Conchu. Um, But at the end of the mid credit scene, they do kill him. So, oh, God. so it is revealed.
2: Oh, that
0: third. Yes, so it is revealed that uh, Conchu was saying that how he was bonded to Mark Spector, not because of Mark Spector, or that Mark Spector was afraid that he was going to take Layla as uh, the new uh, avatar, but rather the fact. That Mark and Gr- Stephen Grant have a third personality with them known as Jake Lockley. And it's revealed that he's the driver. And it goes to show that he uh, executes Harrow right in the limo as they drive away from the psychiatric hospital to end, presumably, season one of Moon Knight. Um, Lockley is uh, a very cold. Uh, I mean, he. You know how, like, Mark Spector is like. He's a killer with a heart of gold. Um, yeah, yeah J- Jake shoes. Lockley doesn't have the heart. He he does not. He does not have the heart of gold. I know Basement's no. like I'm not impressed, which I get. But hey, now it's a fucking threes company party.
2: Mm-hmm. Threes company.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like Specter and the the new one have. <laughs> too much in common? The,
3: the it's like, man. oh, I'm
1: a killer. I kill all these people. Oh, I'm a killer, but I don't care who I kill. Okay, cool. And then you have this fucking British nerd.
0: Like, Might. Ah, uh, that's Australian. Um, Why did he create the other character? We'll have to find out now, won't we?
2: Wow. Well, my dad. Like, from what I gathered from that, I... Don't think Mark himself created that one. I think Kanchu created him.
0: At this point, you fucking. I them. could I could care less.
2: To
3: be
0: <laughs> so here's here's a problem I, don't I, I wanna have. Into this. Here's here's the problem I have with this from a writing standpoint. I don't mind. Jake Lockley is comic accurate, which I'm not. Uh, fine, whatever, cool. Um, I don't even have a problem with them introducing Jake Lockley as a third character or teasing him as a thing. My problem is, is that one of the most unique and interesting aspects, which they still could do this, by the way, but I don't think they're going to be able to do it as much, is the conflict between Mark and Stephen Grant. And I felt like at the end of the series, it's all like, we're all good now. Now, that's probably not the case, and there's other things they could explore and deep dive into it, but I felt like they tied it up almost too nicely into a perfect bow when it came to that. I feel like there is... So much conflict you can put between the two of them in terms of situations with other heroes. Uh, you know, th- there's so much. They don't you can... really need a third, in my honest opinion, at this point. That, that that's what I was about to say. On top of that, how are these fights going to go? <laughs> are they going to be? You mean... What's that? You won't see him, so don't worry. Yeah, great CGI. Um...
1: No, he's just going to fucking teleport to the end.
0: All right guys, and we're about to have this big three-way brawl and fight.
1: 7 <laughs> days later with the bruise on his nose.
0: That that's what my worry that's what me, <laughs> yeah. That that's um that's what worries me is that it's going to lean which uh, which is kind of again it's a double-edged sword. On one hand, yes, it's the most interesting aspect about Moon Knight and his character, but by creating conflict within uh, ironically, said one character, you're you're gonna have a hard time telling a story, but I mean sky's the fucking limit. I don't know. Either way, I still fucking love Moon Knight. I, I feel like
1: the if what I'm looking forward to in the second season is the addition of that third personality, I have zero interest. Yeah, to be honest with you.
0: It depends like like
1: the way he's portrayed is all I just kill people and don't care. Okay. If it's
0: if it's a copy repeat of season one in terms of Where, how they the, handle the story, depth? where's the you're not going to have the depth no, of the yeah.
1: character at all. Like yeah. the the differences between Specter and um, fucking Grant or I think it was Grant, right? Yeah. Between those two, at least the difference is like it's the dichotomy of being like completely innocent, like fucking uh, pussy. Versus like uh, killer and like Mr. Meatier. Mr. Right. Mr. Military, and it's like, well, what if we add just maniac that kills people that is a cab driver? It's like, if, well, if,
0: if they if they carbon copy season one into a season two, and then just replace the conflict internally with with Mark and Steven with adding in Jake, I I want nothing to no, I'm right there with you. If they're able to make it an undertone where it's a side thing that they're going to branch off and continue on further down the road and, and establish it more with more focus or season 2 is all about that it,
1: it could how much work. like life the show has left in it,
0: it for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying it could work I'm not saying it would I'm saying it could but um obviously my thoughts I still I still enjoy the ride despite you know the 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 flaws and them fucking destroying the world three times over with fucking you know can't you? uh i'm gonna throw it to heather on your overall thoughts of moon knight what would you rate it out of 10 um the highs lows everything in between
2: oh i all of the lows in this show and all of the highs that were sorely missed in this show um i do not rate this show very well this is wanda vision levels for me because if it takes you I mean, if you capture me with the first two episodes, usually I'm good. I can sit and watch through the show and all of that. This, you couldn't even do that. It took me. I mean, episode one was good. We got into the story with that. And then episode two and dead man sitting in thin air got me to the point of, ah, oh, God, here we go again. And... I really had no interest to really fully pay attention to the show again until episode five. And then episode six, the season fucking finale, sat there and made me go, fuck you, Marvel. (laughs) Fair enough. So with that being said, I cannot give this show any higher than a two. Ooh, a two. <laughs> I am brutal. <fertile. laughs> yes. God damn. I, uh, Why damn. Don't you do this to us with the series after series. Kill me. I am not going to be generous anymore.
0: God damn, pierce oh, yeah. my fucking heart. Basement go while I recover here.
2: <laughs> uh.
1: You know what like the the thing that <laughs> I'm like that learning thing. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I'm learning with Marvel is like and they should learn is too little too late. Mhm. You you can't like I said. You this why I don't want to see a second season. You couldn't even do a first season. You did one episode. Yeah, episode one was okay. It wasn't like fucking oh my god. Like there's a reason I didn't continue after episode two because I wasn't like biting at the fucking bit for more. Yeah. Uh, episode five was really well handled. Uh, I mean they can. Thing is, Marvel needs this fucking. Padding of shit around everything they do for some reason. It's like yeah, but wait till you get to the good thing. Well, maybe just give me the good thing and don't make me eat shit for four hours. Um, that's no fun. No matter like that. Outside of that, and that's the storytelling part of this. Um yeah. The the pros, obviously, the acting. Uh, Oscar Isaac is really good, and without him in this uh, portraying that role, this would have been a fucking. Failure, and uh, the, the, this like opened my eyes to other Marvel shit. Where I'm like, they are so lucky that they made the money they made in order to hire the people they hired. Because without them, without fucking basically some of the best actors in the world, their product would be fucking ass. Yeah. Um, say what you want about like Marvel's CGI, especially on Disney Plus, but this this show. Okay is it took me out of it with how bad it looked it's like cw level stuff and i know trek loves the cw but like when i can tell so blatantly that it's so fake because it looks like something made 10 years ago from a company that makes billions upon billions it's a bad thing (laughs) it's a really bad thing i would never go down to the two, two is so rough <laughs> <The> three <laughs> two point five no 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 i i i like there's there's a lot of things i like in this and it there's it's i like more than i hate yep um what was the last thing we reviewed spider-man spider-man i gave that a 6.5 <laughs> like how many they just can't tell story for fuck's sakes okay uh i'm gonna go with like a six um,
0: that's actually exactly where i was gonna go with that was a six um for me i think i said this i, I said the same thing about spider-man that that, that for me are there negatives yeah but the positives and more so the potential for the future. Well, you know, I don't
1: really see potential in on this
0: one. But. Well, I meant more for the character, not necessarily for season two. Um, has me hopeful. I, I think that it's, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. And like I said at the beginning of this review, I'm biased because it's a different story. It was told differently. Uh, and I'm a sucker for the Egyptian lore. So like all that, I'm like already like, woohoo, all right, let's do this. I think the idea, like episode five, was really like that's what really really sold me on this. Specifically, Oscar Isaac's performance and him being able to pull off this character or characters. Um, everything else was kind of like I didn't hate Ethan Hawke, but I'm I'm all, I, like it was just fascinating of like how much you have
2: to be there. <laughs> <laughs> You could replace him with fucking Plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie, and it would do him just as good of a
0: job. Like, like, Con, con- Conchu, I think, is a very intriguing character in its own right, and the and the con- like the concept of like Egyptian gods, new afterlife areas that we could explore, like stuff like that, was very fascinating to me, and that's why I said like the the biggest, <laughs> in some cases, the biggest plus for me is the fact that this isn't like direct, like it's obviously part of the MCU, but it's almost not referenced in any major way to other mcu characters and properties which to me makes it a huge plus because you can now explore new avenues and aspects that haven't been explored yet and kind of get away with some shit um but like like like, marvel exploring that what's (laughs) that it just feels like marvel exploring that i I know (laughs) But it's it's at least different, which I'll take. So that that's kind of the main reasons why I kind of rated on the higher side. I think the story of like Amit, um, Blech, but everything else for the most part, mostly fo- focused around like Mark Specter and Stephen Grant, was pretty. Fu- when they were focusing on like the origins or the or the backstory, was fucking was good shit. So yeah, I think six is probably a fair fair segment. Uh, to do that one, but uh, with that being said, we spent a lot more on Moon Knight than I thought we were going to go to, but we kind of went all over the place, so that's that's understandable. But um, that's going to do it for Moon Knight. So uh, once again we knocked one out of the park we're getting that much closer god damn it uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and joining us here live on the stream here on youtube.com slash horny or if you guys are listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform whether it's google spotify apple whatever it is or if you're following us on social media at, uh, at the hornygoat one over on the twitter make sure you're also following us on the community tab too over on youtube as we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff announcements posts polls all that fun jazz and whatnot. I want to thank obviously my good cohorts here Canadian basement and Heather for putting up with my shenanigans once again on the Marvel Roundtable, fam. Was there anything else you wanted to add in before we wrap up this edition? Dude, no, I think I'm good. <laughs>
2: What's
0: that? Still like two? Oh my god! What's that? What? what when it's two? not
2: when it's not the first <laughs> series, you do this shit to me too. I
0: get mad. I can't. I can't wait to see what you rate. Uh, <laughs> really fucking... like... Oh, I know where I'm going with. I can't wait to see where she. At this you... point of
1: what I've seen of that, negative five hundred.
0: Of what? You know. Attorney at law? Yeah. Negative 500. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. But I want to thank everybody for joining us once again. That's going to do it for this edition of the Marvel Roundtable. When we return, we go back to the big screen. But this time, we're going to explore more of the supernatural side as we introduce America Chavez, various variants. Of course, everyone's favorite sorcerer, Supreme Wong, makes his return. Also, so does the Scarlet Witch as we explore Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness.